section thirty one of edmund dantes this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. edmund dantes by edmund flagg chapter twenty nine zuleika goes to monsieur dantes monsieur dantes was sitting alone in his library busily engaged in reading a favourite work on the subject of political economy and from time to time making copious notes it was after midnight and the vast mansion on the rue du elder was as silent as the tomb the lamp on the deputy's table burned brightly but a large metallic shade concentrated the light and reflected it upon the table so that the other portions of the apartment were shrouded in almost complete darkness as m dantes read a shadow suddenly fell on the page of his book and quickly looking up he saw his daughter zuleika standing beside him tears were in her eyes and a look of melancholy rested upon her countenance why child said her father in a startled tone what is the matter with you you are weeping and seem very sad has anything happened to young Massetti? not that i am aware of papa answered zuleika in a low voice but nevertheless it is of him i wish to speak m dantes pushed his book from him motioned his daughter to a seat and prepared to listen as she did not begin at once but seemed to hesitate he said kindly i am waiting little one proceed thus encouraged zuleika summoned up all her strength and with downcast eyes commenced papa said she in the first place let me assure you that this is no mere lover's quarrel but a matter of the utmost importance that demands immediate action m dantes knitted his brows has the viscount been guilty of any impropriety toward you he asked fiercely no papa not toward me but i fear he may have been guilty of impropriety or at least of indiscretion with regard to another in the past a woman no doubt yes papa a woman a roman peasant i heard of some such thing while you were at the convent school in rome but dismissed it as a slander there may however be some truth in it but now i recollect giovanni's name was not associated with the scandal it was a mere inference on my part that connected him with the youthful member of the roman aristocracy mentioned by the gossips perhaps i am unjust papa in reviving your suspicions but giovanni's strange behaviour when i asked him the cause of his quarrel with esperance and of the continued coldness between them forced me to think there was something wrong his quarrel with esperance ah now i remember there was a quarrel but i imagined it was settled and that their relations were altogether friendly they are enemies papa or seem to be and that is not all esperance accuses giovanni of having been guilty of some infamous deed you have spoken to esperance then on the subject yes papa and what did he say he dealt in vague denunciations and positively refused to give me any definite information that is singular but what is still more so is that both giovanni and esperance seem bound by some fearful oath not to disclose the dread secret in their possession bound by an oath 
yes papa but why both of them should have been so bound unless they were accomplices i cannot see i even went so far as to accuse esperance of complicity whereupon he grew as white as chalk and protested his entire innocence and in his confusion uttered the name of luigi vampa zuleika zuleika you certainly misunderstood your brother he could not have mentioned the name of that man do you know who this luigi vampa is perfectly papa luigi vampa is a notorious roman brigand exactly my child and therefore could not possibly have had any dealings either with the viscount or esperance but i am sure of the name nevertheless esperance said luigi vampa monsieur dantes was evidently startled he arose to his feet and paced the library excitedly zuleika had expected this and hence was not surprised at last her father resumed his seat and when he again came within reach of the lamp's rays she saw that his visage was even more pallid than usual and that he was not a little agitated she waited for him to speak and in a few seconds he did so zuleika said he in a tone of decision i will see both the viscount and my son in regard to this matter for now that luigi vampa seems to have had a share in it close investigation is imperatively demanded you may interrogate them papa but i am convinced in advance that you will derive no information from either of them the strange power that holds sway over them you cannot break but there is one thing you can do what is that zuleika write to luigi vampa write to vampa why should i do that because i feel assured that he is in possession of the full details of the terrible secret whatever it may be and will communicate them to you if you ask him to do so m dantes gazed at his daughter curiously what makes you think i have such influence over this roman brigand he asked sharply oh papa do not be angry with me cried zuleika but i have heard how vampa released the viscount de morcerf at your simple solicitation without a single franc of ransom though he had previously demanded a very large amount from the unfortunate man as the price of his liberty i have heard this and the natural inference i drew was that if the brigand chief went so far as to surrender his prey to you he would certainly answer your letter and tell you all he knew about the matter that so closely concerns my happiness and esperance's good name i am not angry with you my child replied the deputy in a milder tone for i know how deeply you have this affair at heart i will write to luigi vampa as you desire this very night and in two weeks at the furthest his answer may be expected but to-morrow i will talk with esperance and then will question the viscount rest assured that this matter shall be sifted to the bottom i know the extent of your love for giovanni massetti i also feel confident that i am not deceived in him and that he will be amply able to prove himself entirely worthy of your hand i have seen too much of men zuleika and studied them too deeply to be deceived in reading character oh thank you thank you ever so much papa 
both for your promise and your kind encouraging words i too have full faith in giovanni but still i cannot rest satisfied until his record is entirely and conclusively cleared no one must have the power to breathe even a suspicion against the good name of your daughter's husband spoken like a girl of spirit said m dantes his eyes sparkling with enthusiasm and admiration now leave me and i will write to vampa zuleika kissed her father and quitted the library with a much lighter heart than she had entered it m dantes by the exercise of his iron will had managed to control himself in her presence but now that she had gone he gave free course to his emotions for a full hour he sat leaning on his writing-table his frame convulsed with anguish and his mind filled with sad forebodings he did not for an instant doubt that both esperance and the viscount could clear themselves from any criminal or dishonourable charge if they would consent to open their lips but their silence and zuleika's belief that they were bound by some fearful oath gave him great uneasiness besides his son had mentioned luigi vampa's name and the thought that the young man was involved in some complication with the roman bandit sent a chill to his heart he was convinced that whatever had occurred had been merely the result of the folly and headlong disposition of youth but this was scarcely a consolation for he well knew to what length young men sometimes allowed themselves to be carried especially in what they considered a love affair in addition the more he thought of the half-forgotten roman scandal the more clearly its particulars returned to him he remembered that a young and handsome peasant girl had been mysteriously abducted and that eventually she had been brought back to her home by one of the shepherds known to be in league with luigi vampa and his band she asserted that she had been carried off to the bandit's haunt by her youthful lover who had passed for a peasant lad but was in reality a nobleman this was all m dantes could distinctly recall though he was certain he had heard other details that had slipped his memory at the period of the abduction he now remembered both esperance and the viscount were temporarily absent from rome then followed their return and the quarrel that had almost resulted in a duel but had suddenly been patched up without apparent reason had esperance and the viscount been concerned in the abduction that was a question that only they or luigi vampa could answer and it was evident the young men would not speak vampa then must be made to speak for them that was the sole course left to pursue for the peasant girl had disappeared immediately after her return and her whereabouts were a mystery m dantes drew writing materials before him and wrote his letter to the brigand chief it was brief but to the point when it was finished it bore the signature edmond dantes count of monte cristo the deputy placed it in the drawer of his table to go by mail the following morning having first folded and sealed it thompson and french rome was the direction it bore End of section thirty one